0: Calling All Cars, the populated program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. The family police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 102. All cars watch closely the operator of nailed chroming. Leave in sending my cottage. That's all. The old Uh, when this car goes out over the air to hundreds of radio patrol cars, it's often a matter of life and death. Police cars haven't a second to wait. When that struggle is thrust to the floor, the police car must leap instantly with heart disease and fair to the truth, firing through. One second may mean a life saved. That's why the most efficient police department of the West refuse to use ordinary gasolines in police cars and emergency engines. this has proved that gasolines made by ordinary refining processes can't start fast enough, can't develop enough speed and power. There's a reason why more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment use real Grande cracked gasoline than any other brand. And that reason is the exclusive patented refining process known as cracking. Rio Grande puts gasoline through the newly developed Sinclair cracking process to separate the slow burning from the fast firing elements. What a difference it makes! In scores of tests before police officials, Rio Grande cracked gasoline has proved to be so much faster in starting, so much easier though much more powerful, that it has been awarded the contract to power all emergency cars operated by Los Angeles, Oakland, Berkeley, Marysville, San Diego County, Maricopa County, Arizona, and many other cities and counties. On tonight's program, you will hear a graphic demonstration of the efficiency of our police. The Uganda clutch gasoline has contributed greatly to this efficiency. For more police and emergency cars use Rio Grande class gasoline exclusively wherever it is sold than any other brand. And they use exactly the same gasoline you get when you patronize your Rio Grande independent vehicle. Cryopanque of the tomorrow. <laughs> it is our pleasure to present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Good evening, friends. You have often heard me refer to Los Angeles as the white spot of America's crime map. The phrase is mine. The conspiracy that inspired it may be obtained by anyone interested in the work of this police department. During the era of lawlessness, Now happily coming to a close, we enjoyed a minimum of large-scale crime as compared to other cities in this nation. This is not meant to imply, however, that we did not have our racketeers and so-called big shots. Many were the hoodlums who tried to muscle themselves into power, but as quickly as they began operations, we began breaking them down. It wasn't always easy. One of the most difficult men we had to break was a one-time petty pickpocket who muscled into the dough bracket and made himself a big shot. His name makes no difference. He has paid his debt to society, so for the purpose of our story, we will call him Nail Cronin. It was in
1: 1927.
0: One day, he said that someone to fetch a deterrent speaker into his office. Mm-hmm. Well, morning, please. Come in, figure. Sit down. Oh. Figure? You've had a lot of narcotic experience, haven't you? Yes, sir. I was up north at the State and Porcel for several years. Mm-hmm. you know who knows Cronin, his figure? Sure, everybody knows who he is. Big shot Joe peddler. Thanks. Got ambitions to be a West Coast Capone. That's right. They're saying around town that I can't get it. Well, mm, he's a pretty slick customer. None of the boys have ever been able to hang anything on him yet. Well, some mules at work for him take the Yes. I know. He's the hardest sort of individual with whom to deal. But I don't think they're right when they say we can't get it. Do you? No, sir. I knew you'd agree with me. Very well, Sigurd. I'm going to make you captain of the Combined Robbery and Narcotics Cross. And I'm going to give you one big job. Get stolen. Yes, sir. It may take me a year, but I'll get Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm it. Slowly, the police spin their web. A dozen detectives shadow a dozen goat petters, make arrest after arrest, but never can they put the finger on Nail's groaning. Then one day, as Detective Lieutenant Edwards, one of of Tabor's men, is entering police headquarters, a man approaches him. Hi, hey, Edward. Yes, what is he? stone wants to talk to you. What about? I said I know. Stone-in wants to talk to you. Well, I don't want to talk to you. Ah, be a smart guy, Edward. Hold about if he takes a minute. He's sitting right over there on his car. Well, Okay. Hello, Edward. Hello, Neil. I'm doing anything today you're trying to teach me for a a of liquor. And if we get your face when you found that bottle in the back of my car was full of cleaning fluid. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was very funny.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And again, Jim Davis has put his blood hands in my tail again. Yeah. Don't tell me you don't know anything about it. You work for Trigger, don't you? Yeah. You don't make much money, do you, Edward? I don't need to tell you what a copper salary is. Would you like an extra two hundred dollars a month? For what? Well, I know that figure plans are. No thanks been a little foolish, Edward. Well, oh, I'll arrest you for robbery, Tony. Well, but you won't die. You haven't any witnesses. Sue, here's just dumb and blind, do you Well, Sue? <laughs> <laughs> Sue, yeah, yeah, yeah. not million Well, how about it, Edward? I told you no. And you'd better move that car of yours. You'll park in the yellow. I can run you in for that, you know. I oh, know you can't. The loadings, zone. i just got to pick up my friend Sue here. So long. But, but, so he offers you a bribe, huh? That's just fine. Hmm? What do you mean? He's worried. You must be getting pretty close to him. Still, we're getting close to him, sir. I sent him that book to Mrs. look I've been for him, or he keeps me. I'm sure of him. It. Oh, it's worth a drive. Have you booked that much and you just brought in, Kipwood? No, he's still outside. Okay, bring him in. Right. I mean, we're not. We're not. Pedro, we've got plenty of you to send you to the big house for a nice long stay. Yes, please, i stop you not know, doing Pedro. Pedro won good business in that day. Pedro, not a bad man. Here's the two in of cottage, we found on her. You can't deny that? Oh, no, but you see, this is the very first time I do anything like this. You let me go, huh? I'm never to do it again. I think maybe we can arrange something like that. On one condition. If mm-hmm. you do a little favor for us. You oh, Of course, anything I can do. You uh, know a man and his wife of the name of Howard? Mr. and Mrs. Sandy Howard? Sandy Howard? Yes, yes, I know you. I want you to buy three ounces of morphine from them. You want to I three ounces Oh, it's a trap, huh? you going to arrest me all over again? I don't understand that. am arrested all over no, I don't want to arrest you all over again, Pedro. I'm at the bigger fish than you. I don't want to arrest Sandy Howard and his wife. Oh, I see. And for buying three ounces from men, you will let me go, free. I think we can arrange it. If you promise not to peddle any more junk. Oh, you see, I promised when he was over Gonzalez. Well, uh, we'll give you a chance. Now, here's what you do. You call Sandy Howard and make a date with him to make the bar. You'll have two officers hidden in the rumble seat of your car. After you've given Howard and his wife the Mark's money... Where do I get the marked money? Don't worry, we'll provide that. And after they've given you the morphine, you clap your hands together and say, Now I can make myself a little bit I clap my hands together like this and say, Now I can make myself a little bit That's right. And that'll be the signal for the two men in the rumble seat to make the arrest. Oh, is very simple. simple, <coughs> my <coughs> <coughs> Pedro makes a base to meet the powers of Bordry and First Street. Around the corner, Captain Seager stops the police car, the same phone at the wheel. Pedro, with two officers hidden in the rumble seat of his car, drives up to the corner. A moment later, Mr. and Mrs. Howard arrive in their car. Mm-hmm. Howard saunters over the row, and the figure, watching from the opposite corner, there appears to be an argument. When mm-hmm. did you go wrong, Captain? Said he was getting out of his car. Oh, do you suppose that Mexican's double carcinogen? I don't know, but he's getting in the hard car. They're around. The world is down. What a big What? They're on the whole thing. Like Mrs. Howard giving up a bird. He's coming a nose at us. Follow them. We'll let them get out of sight. Okay, Captain. Now, wait a minute. There's no use following them. Why oh, not? They're wise. If we kill them, they'll just give us a runaround. We might as well go back to the corner and hope the paper's is on the level and bring them back here somehow. <laughs> The funniest thing I ever hear. I did not know these fools were from my cell Oh? Well, you won't get very far in this jail. Don't wise up to things like that.
2: Sure, we never take a chance. They wouldn't have got a thing on us if they had, Doctor. All
0: right. What do you mean? They didn't bring them more duty.
2: Not with really. us. You think we're nuts?
0: Why do you ask me that? Not well, far. Down this next block here.
2: Have
0: the dough, Pedro. But where's the more sand? It's fresh, in know, head. Hand us over the dough and go pick it up for yourself. Well, okay. It's a very fine field. It's a very safe business if you do it this
2: way. Right
0: there in front of you. Right there in front of you. Oh, yeah. Okay, Pedro. We got the money, we got the junk. Call us up when you need some more. Oh,
1: well, well, what's what's the
0: matter? You're not going to lead me away here on Sunset Boulevard, are you sure? Why not? But my car is all the way over on Boardridge. I cannot walk so far. It's too hot. Uh,
2: we might as well take him back,
0: Stanley. Okay, hop in here, though. Uh. Sure. How's that, Mr.? Oh, bueno, bueno, gracias, glad I And much, Lucio, so we'll have his stuff. Very much. Now I can make myself a little general. <laughs> yes, they oh, Look, huh? there's a couple of cops in that rumble. Please. Get going. Hey, oh, I'm... Hey, I'm... hey,
2: I'm... hey, I'm... hey
0: You're at the gas tank. Eh? There goes a gas tank. <coughs> That's it. You won't go find that block. You're at the bottom the car. Okay, pull over. What's the fire, officer? Plenty. You're under arrest for violation of the
2: state force law.
0: Well, you'll have a hard time proving that. Not with that marked money Pedro gave you. Oh,
2: you had the soup to use in
0: a stool pigeon, huh, Copper? Listen, I'll use anything to get mail thrown in. And the sooner you realize that, the easier your life will be for the next few years.
1: In
0: the jail are Captain Mr. and Mrs. Sandy Howard, while Captain Cigar, striving to smoke out Neil Cronin, has the distance of any set of bail of $100,000 each. Buzzing are the efforts of Cronin's attorneys to lower the bail. Loud are the wailings of Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Howard. As the had injured, joined at the pandemonium, they remain in jail. Finally, after a month in the backfield, the Howards are separately interviewed. Of the two, Mrs. Howard seemed the most reliable. Well, Mrs. Howard, how about it? Ready to give us a lowdown on Mayor Corman?
2: Listen, Flashfoot, I ain't talking. I told you that 30 days ago. It still goes.
0: You still deny you're one of Nail Corman's mules, huh?
2: I never heard of Nail Cronin, and the only mules I know anything about would be bed slippers to you.
0: It would be sort of nice to slip into those mules of yours and wrap yourself in your somnuous negligee after a month in jail, wouldn't it, Mrs. Howard?
2: What are you driving at?
0: Just this. We know all about you and your husband. We know you're running dope for Nail Cronin. We know that Cronin's attorneys have been trying to reduce your bail. That, my dear Mrs. Howard, is the reason we place it so high. Now, after a month in jail, you ought to realize that even if he is a big job, Cronin can't raise two hundred grand to between you and your husband. Either he can't or he doesn't think you're worth it. Oh,
2: is that so? Well, you know
0: that I'm now, now, Mrs. Howard, don't let me forget that I think you're a lady. What do you want? Certainly not you and your husband. We want nails, Cronin, and you're going to help us you get him. You're
2: barking up the wrong thing. All right,
0: I know that story, and I'm tired of it. I hope you're going to help us get him.
2: Okay. For a price.
0: Which is?
2: Sandy's freedom.
0: All right, Mr. Howard. We'll go further than that. We'll do our best to get the district attorney to drop charges against not only your husband, but yourself. If you'll play ball with us until we get thrown It's a deal. There's one more stipulation. What's that? That neither you nor your husband go back to the narcotic wagon.
2: Okay. That's a deal, too.
0: And if you do they will fix you up with a nice long-term lease on a marine view apartment at San Quentin. So, Captain Cooter and the district attorney arrange to reduce the bail on Mrs. Howard, so that the to attorneys can meet the we immediately upon her release. Mrs. Howard is taken to the detective's office. Well, Captain, here I am,
2: practically
0: a free woman again. That's fine, Mrs. Howard.
2: Now what do I have to do to spring Sandy?
0: Well, let's see. Got to make this sound legitimate. I'll tell you. You call Cronin and tell him you want to buy a hundred ounces of morphine so you can raise the dough for Sandy's relief.
2: Okay. Hand me the phone. You know, Jeff, I never thought much of cops before I met you. Oh,
0: thank you.
2: Yeah. Well, now I almost got myself believing you're human beings. I... Hello, Nero. Yeah, this is Birdie. Yeah, I just got out. And so many will thank a million, million for springing me. Gosh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, that told totally You ain't no boudoir. But say, how about Sandy? Oh, I know you ain't got a hundred grand, but I ain't got a husband neither. I- Listen, here's the goat. I can unload a lot of stuff. My customers' tongues are hanging out. Yeah, say about a hundred ounces. What? Four grand. Ain't that a little cheaper? I- Okay, i got to get that guy and i out of jail no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, man. In an hour.
0: Well?
2: He felt that. I'm to go to the top of Angel's flight in an hour from now, get a cab there, and go to the corner of 4th and Alvarado. There'll be a car there waiting for me. It'll take you to him, I'm like,
0: Only what?
2: Oh, he wants me to bring the cash with me. Four thousand bucks. Four thousand
0: dollars? You haven't got that much money available for purchases. Oh, that
2: should be your Paris on the line.
0: Yeah, well, all right, I got a friend who can raise it. I'll find my personal note for it. Your personal note? Sure. You don't know how anxious I am to get that, first. <laughs> With grave misgivings, Captain Seager follows Mrs. Howard and enters $4,000 in March money from Angel's Flight to the corner of Fork and Alvarado. Here, Mrs. Howard transfers from the cab to a yellow coupe driven by a Negro sofa. It takes her to the corner of Highland Avenue and Trenchup Boulevard, where she again his car. He entered the armored limousine of Mayor Cronin, which immediately starts at Highland for Melholland Drive. Here, for fear of being detected by the wily Cronin, he is forced to abandon the street and return to his the office. There, for the next several hours, Miller bitingly awaits a telephone call from Mrs. Howard. Finally, it comes. What are you guys, this is Bertie
2: Howard, Captain. Where are you? Down on the beach at the Tango Canyon. What happened? He had a tough trash down here in the canyon. I turned over the boat, when and picked up the merchandise. Are you alone? Yeah, you oh. left me. We him. He's gone to his house on South. Yeah, East. I know where it is. Well, he's either there at his service station on Beverly.
0: Okay, Bertie. We'll get on him right away. Want to try to pick you up? No, thanks. i have still got fucked
1: there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: While Figure leads one detachment of men to Cronin's house, another detailed detectives leads to Cronin's gasoline station to watch out for them. At the house, Figure runs into an unforeseen difficulty. Hey, Joe, you mm-hmm. and a couple of the boys wheel around at the back of the house. Those dogs are better than a sparrow. Don't let anyone know a ghetto. Huh? And he comes on Those hounds will tell us to see it. Found a, of it. a couple of slugs over there, Hey, Huh? Wait a minute. Somebody's opening the door. Crawl down these dogs and let us in.
1: Nobody. Will. You heard me. Crawl
0: down these dogs. Nobody now listen to me. I like dogs. I hate to have to keep such nice animals as these. But if you don't cut them down, you're going to let them have it.
2: Officers of the law. Oh, yeah, the dogs. I'll get them. I'll get them. I'll get them. I'll get you are going get into under
0: that no 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 down.
2: down
0: now, now, no You we, no 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 no
2: no 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 you no no
0: no no you no 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 we, no 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 we, we we, we Knowing that he must present his police in court, Captain Fisher failing to find any evidence beyond a forty-five caliber gun with the serial numbers filed off, as his men of careful steel going to the interior of the house. And this is completed, strange discoveries made. Oh, tell, look here. What? I've been making the measurements in the living room, and Bob's been making them in the dining room, but they don't drive with the outside measurements of the house. What are you talking about? Well, look not... There's a three foot difference between the living room and the dining room. Well, I'll be done. You know, I'll seem to the other place to make up the difference. i be a ribbon closet. If yeah, the little house is good, I don't see you how know, it could be. Look, split between the two rooms is a dictator. Oh, let's see. This is a stucco wall. We'll see how solid it is. Well, this is as hollow as your head, Bob. See if you can find an opening. Some sort of secret panel slides. Yeah, like you, Philip Gerson, i huh? Oh, yeah, sure. Real detective stuff. And, hey, you better bring in that axe from the car. Well, yeah. Yeah. perhaps this is all solid paneling and bookcases. No secret huh? there's a lot of funny books, though. They do on by uh, by some of our talent. Have you heard that book, Jack? Oh, Sure. You better pass that one by. Well, and here's Don Blanding's poetry. Hey, yeah, I know that one, Cap. Why <laughs> oh, that guy can really write poetry. Uh, you know, he's almost as good as Eddie Joe. You know that one of his about the vagabond house? Boy, that's beautiful. Yeah, just like a mail order catalog. Huh? Oh, I don't get you. Uh, there's
2: the last one. Oh, fine.
0: Now let's make it that bookcase. Somewhere around Don Blanding, will you? Hear? Sure. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't do that. <coughs> Give him one. That's fine. Take it away. Right. Give him a hand, Bob. Oh, dear. Yeah. He's very low. He'll own that book of poetry. Well, let's forget literature for a minute. Hey, look. For the liver, more. Look at those five-gallon-cage alcohol. A sight for so alive. Now, at last, we've got something on Mr. Neal's floor. Two-fifty pounds in there. And look at the package and lots of oh, I don't care about that. If you can find my four grand. Oh, that's a very much. And you're uh, off. <laughs> well, are well. Open it up, sir. Mm. There's a lot of dough in there. Let's see it. Ah. Boy, what a relief. How hey, do you mean, sir? Here's my four grand, all oh, marked and tucked away. This is all we need on Mr. Cronin, boys. The case is closed. What we want now is look at Sherman himself. Let's go. Let's cool. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. go. To the service station. Leaving Conan's house under guard of two detectives and placing the Negro maid under arrest, Siegel and his men drive to Conan's service station. Approaching the brilliantly lit corner, they drive up behind the police car, which has been detailed to state the place. Captain Fugel talks to his talk men. How about it, Chipwood? He's in there. He's been in there for an hour and a half. We've had our eye on him all the time. Good. Come on. Have you looked out at the house? Well, we've got clutter on this bird now. Ain't no way. Put him down the bricks in there. Come on. Well, well, well. If it ain't the law. Well, are under arrest, Jonathan. Would well, you guys it worse my time in the you know you can't get a on me. We got plenty on you now, Conan. Well, what's the charge? Like, Violation and state poison <laughs> <laughs> Why Well not you get in New Year. We mean business, Donan. It doesn't mean. Well, Keep your braces to your pocket, I'll go long. Like, and throw out a half hour after you get the central. Now it's you see? tell them out, please. So tell them to meet your central. Yeah, okay. A lot of good that'll do, Conan. That's what you think. <laughs> Seager of course the other than Corman into the squad room at Central and present him with the facts. Now, Corman, listen carefully. And well, the mouthpiece, don't say a word. We don't have to. And we ain't letting to talk to your masters, our oh, boys. this is unconstitutional. Well, I'll find when to talk about constitutionality. We can't make me talk. Now, listen, Corman, will you be quiet for a minute? So far, you've done all the talking. Now, listen. Yes, sir. no one's asking you to talk we are just asking you to listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see. a big you, huh? Time don't pay. The police and your friend and a that You'd be a lot better off if you'd listened to them before. I'll pipe down and get this. You're through. We you got enough on you to send you up for a neat little search. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. I haven't got any tricks up my sleeve. And here's the loadout. You sold a hundred ounces of morphine to Mrs. Howard today. He paid you with my money, money I marked myself. He just laid at your house and recovered that money. And you know what we found when we found the money. Fifty five gallon cans of alcohol and ten thousand dollars worth of narcotics. Well, huh? how about it, Nero? If your mouthfeed will do you any good now, if you can talk to jury out of that evidence? Captain. Yeah? Can I talk to you privately? Sure. Come on into my office. You'll, uh, pardon us, won't you, boys? <laughs> good on, man. Cigar? Sure. Oh. What? Now, what's on your mind? I love you, we You got the good ones? And have to give you a maximum session. So it is perfectly What's this, honey? Here's the key. See to my safe for this box. Fifty thousand dollars in that box. And 12. And you few six, the key. the point of I tell that right. so you go now. I know. But all I ask is this. You take 20 grand, forget get some of them you've got to get you No, know I know I'd better get some kind of a lot you can let it, it is only, Captain. How do you know I won't take the whole 50 grand? Because you're an honest man, Captain Taker. Boy, Toneman just offered me a $20,000 bribe to go easy on him. Here's the people to safe about the deposit box. i guess that's the floor you've You're right, Toneman. I'm an honest man, and I'm not taking any bribe. That, my dear Toneman, is part of the job of being an honest man. Thanks, Toneman. Oh, take him to the cell, Roger.
1: Well,
0: yeah. oh, boys, There goes the man they said Jim Davis couldn't get. There goes the big shot of the Los Angeles Rikers. There goes a big crowd, Eddie. Yeah. He reminds me of that giant of the picture chap. He kept it
2: out, but he couldn't take it.
0: could beat it out, but he couldn't take it. He took plenty though, those when he went to court. And when he found the evidence, Captain Seeger piled against him. He welched again, and pled guilty to selling morphine to Mrs. Howard. Judge Doran sentenced him to 10 for a maximum of six years. Five years later, he was out, and six months after his release, he was picked up for picking his pocket, at a sickness in Sycamore Grove. Neil Stoneman, South Star big top, had found his level. A chief, his Cook. We taught him that time that crime doesn't pay. Thank you, Chief Davis. Two detective mysteries that are broadcast over this program also appear in story form in the Calling old Cars News. You get this unique publication free of charge every month. Wherever Rio Grande Cats' gasoline was sold. And in this month's issue of the news, you will find illustrations and descriptions of nine free gifts, which make up the complete junior detective outfit for boys and girls. You can help your young friends get these junior police outfits, if you will, by just driving to a Rio Grande Cats' gasoline pump next time you fill up. It costs you no more than ordinary gasoline. But when this super-refined, touch the effort to the fuel which is your target. you'll get the thrill of faster-starting, lightning acceleration, greater power, and police car performance.
2: Welcome to Police Car All Cars, Attention All Cars, Translation of Chat 102. Millow County, nine subsidies. That's all. Joseph
0: has. Public interest in the for the at Rio Grande Oil company.